Well, hello, this is Beth at BetJones.net, your host for today, and I'm so glad that you're coming by for my podcast, BetJones International Speaker Official Podcast, and today's podcast is Going the Places That Scare You, 10 Things I've Learned Since I Started Online, and I just want to pray before we get started, and then I want to share from you from my experience since I've started my online speaking and writing business. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you for today. I thank you for the rain. Rain is a sign of God's blessing, and I just pray showers of blessing upon me and my family and the listener today. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, your anointing be upon me and your words be in my mouth to encourage others. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I've been online for about, this is going into my fifth year, and I have learned a whole lot of things many times the hard way, and I just wanted to share some things with you that might help you, that might benefit you in your virtual business. Now, I am an international speaker and author. I have written eight books, and I'm now working on three more books. also do a little bit of coaching on the side to help beginner speakers, writers, and entrepreneurs. But many of the things that I've learned, I've, I've made so many mistakes, um, not on purpose, of course, but I have learned a lot of wisdom of what not to do. And I just want to share that with you so that you can avoid those same mistakes so that you can experience that success faster. I would say number one is listen to and obey God. This is so important to make God first. And because we can have our plans, but if we don't include God in it, if we don't follow him and just really seek out his will for our lives, it's not going to bear much fruit, if any fruit. And Psalm 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And also Isaiah 30, 21 says, And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. And it's very important that we hear that word from God. I was given some really bad advice the first year of my business, which is going into the second thing. That is, focus on your strengths and don't operate from your weaknesses. And that bad advice I was given from a writing business coach and mentor was do everything yourself. Do your website sales pages, do your graphics, do your ebook covers, do it all. And that was the, the worst advice for me and the others in the class. It was wrong advice for me because I need to focus on my strengths, which are speaking and writing. And so I would I would encourage you to focus on your strengths. And there is a great book called Strengths Finder 2.0. And I, it's on Amazon and it has an assessment in it to tell you what your strengths are. So operate from that place of strengths, not from your place of weakness. If you've got an area in your life that you're not strong in, that you're not gifted in, that you're not talented or skilled in, don't, for example, techie stuff, I would encourage you to hire someone to do those things so that you can walk in the anointing God has for you. You can walk in your purpose and use the gifts God has given you. That leads us to number three, which is outsource. Outsource, that is such a powerful thing. Hire people to help you. 
You can use Fivers, you can use Elance, you can find people on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media sites. And remember that your family and friends know people too. This allows you to use your gifts for God and to do what He has called you to do. Number four is to be unique, beautiful you. Don't compare yourself or be envious of others. The Bible says that envy rots the bones, and I think that is so true. Envy will eat you alive. Jealousy will eat you alive. And as I tell my clients, my audiences, stay in your lane. When I'm walking at the track daily, I always stay in lane number five. Five is a number of grace spiritually. And there's other people that come out to the trap while I'm walking out there. And mostly I walk fast. I've started to jog a little. I can't jog for a long period of time because I'm still building my endurance and stamina. My goal is to eventually walk and jog a 5K race. I already did two 5Ks a couple of years ago. And my goal is to do more this year. And I would love one day to be able to totally jog a 5K. And that's going to take time. It's going to take time to build my stamina and my endurance. But when those other walkers and joggers come out to the trap when I'm walking, I don't look at them. I don't, I don't focus on them and what they're doing because a lot of them run circles around me. Because I just started out this year daily exercising. I changed my lifestyle radically and I began exercising every day and radically changing my diet to become more fit and healthy. But I can't look at those other joggers and runners. I've got to stay in my lane. I've got to walk my walk with God. So don't compare yourself to other people. Don't be jealous. Just be you. Be beautiful, unique you. Number five is balance. And this is so important. The first couple years of my online business, I really let things get out of balance. My business absolutely consumed me. And this was especially true with my website. I was always working on my website. I will say that if you don't like your website, the way it looks, the theme, that you're not going to work there. You're not going to want to go there. You're not going to want to blog. You're not going to want to share it with other people. You'll be embarrassed of it or you just won't like it. And it really creates this negative feeling towards your own website. And you don't want that. You want to love your website. You want to love the way it looks. You want to love the way it navigates. And I now have a theme at my website at betjones.net that has really bright, cheerful daisies and a pastel blue color. And it makes me happy to go there. I love it. It's light. It's cheery. It's clean looking. And so I love it. So it's important that you love your website. However, you can't let it get out of balance. As a speaker, as a writer, as an entrepreneur, if you are consumed with your website all, all the time and that's all you're working on, you're not going to get anything else done. You're not going to be productive. So don't let it take over your life like a monster. And that's what happened to me. I got so obsessed with my website and always working on it and totally frustrated because I'm not real techie. And so a lot of these things I was not skilled at doing and I should have outsourced. That bad advice I was giving to do everything myself, that that was so wrong for me and I should have just hired someone to help me with it. The other thing is about this, this subject of balance is remember to eat. You have to take care of yourself. If you go for hours sitting at your desk, 
number one, that's not healthy. And number two, you need to get up and eat. You need to drink your water, stay hydrated, and just get up and move around. Our bodies were designed by God to move. Activity in our lives. Now, we also need to have balance to, to rest because sometimes God gives us seasons of rest. But you need to do two things. Number one is get your butt in the chair to write because some of you are not doing that. You're not writing and God has called and anointed you to write. God has told you to write that book and this is the year, as I tell my writing students, this is the year to write your book. You also need to work on your speeches if you're a speaker, to work on your presentations. Also need to blog, be a consistent blogger because blogging is an incredible way to get your message out there. Um, also, you want to get your butt out of the chair at least every hour. So set a timer, um, go on your computer, go on your iPhone, or even get a kitchen timer and set that timer and then get up. And that will help you to get out of your chair and, and not sit there all day long. <clears throat> Hold on, let me take a drink of water. Okay, number six. Remember that to know yourself, know your purpose, your mission, your gifts. What works for someone else may not be for you. It's similar to number four about not comparing yourself to others or being jealous or envious of them. You have to know what God has called you to do and to be. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has called me to be a speaker and an author. I've now written eight books. My latest ebook, The Cinderella Story, The Power of Shoes, was an Amazon bestseller the first day I put it up in its category and subcategories. And you can find that at Amazon. Also, it's at my website. But I know that God has called me to speak and write. I have been writing since I was a child. What has God called you to do? What is your purpose? Remember to stay focused on your purpose, on the mission that God has given you. Number seven is to invest. Invest in your business. Invest in yourself. But also to watch that shine, bright, shiny object syndrome. And we can see things every day. Now, my weakness, besides chocolate <laughs> and Mexican food, is books. I love books. I read a lot. My husband, Ray, also reads a lot. He has hundreds of books on his Kindle Fire. I read both physical books. I actually prefer a physical book. But also have books on the Kindle for PC and also have the Kindle for my iPhone, the app. And so I read every day. And um, you need to invest in your business to constantly be learning, to be training on webinars and telecalls. You need a coach. And if you need a coach as a beginner speaker, writer, entrepreneur, I can help you with that. Just go to BetJones.net and go to coaching at the top of the website. We need to be learning every day. I believe that we that learning is lifelong and that we need to learn something every day. Number eight is to get out of the house. And this is similar to number seven um, to, you know, um, or I'm sorry, to, to number five about balance. But get out of the house. Have a real life, not just a virtual one. Eat with your husband and kids. Go to dinner with them. Have coffee with a friend. Talk to people. 
talk to people in real life or <laughs> you're going to get weird you, you're going to get weird if you're behind your screen all the time being on your computer all the time never talking to anyone God created us for relationships, relationships with him and relationships with other people. We need to live in the real world. We need to have a real life, not just a virtual one. So get out of the house, go do fun things, travel new places, even if it's just the next town or somewhere in your city that you've never been before, a museum, a new restaurant. Go to the park and walk. Maybe they've got a nature trail. Get out of the house. Get in the fresh air and the sunshine. It's springtime now. And I know there's some places across the U.S. and in other nations where there's still snow. But here in Missouri, it's beginning to turn spring. There are some rainy days, but we've got some sunshine too. So get out in the fresh air and the sunshine and just really... Uh, enjoy na the nature, the beautiful nature that God has created. My husband and I got some bird feeders this year after we went to Texas on a trip. And his mom had some bird feeders and a hummingbird feeder out there. And I saw hummingbirds for the first time in person. And they are adorable. I love them. They're so tiny and so cute. So when I came home from our Texas trip, I got a bird feeder and a hummingbird feeder. And I love sitting in our sunroom in the morning watching the birds. And we've got morning doves coming and a couple of red cardinals, the little cute sparrows. And I just really enjoy watching them feed. So I'm enjoying nature. So you do that too. Get out of your house. Get out in nature. Get out and be with your friends and just cultivate these friendships. And also cultivate those relationships with your family who are the most important people in our lives. Number nine is follow your fun. And this is something that my friend, accountability prayer partner, Doreen Penner, said to me recently. We chat once a week. And you can find Doreen, who is a speaker, author, and coach at DoreenPenner.com. But she said to me one day, Beth, follow your fun, because I was sharing with her something that I really enjoyed doing that I thought it was fun. And that's what she said to me. And I've thought about that a lot since she said it. I believe it's so important to follow your passion minus God, my family, my faith, traveling, speaking, and writing. So what is your fun? What is your passion Follow your passion and don't hate what you do. I can't think of anything worse than being miserable and hating your job every day. Now, this passion may change over the course of your life. When I was younger, I, I had no idea God was going to lead me into speaking. In fact, I say that he dragged me into it because I used to be so shy and so scared to speak in front of people. I was terrified. The first time I ever spoke publicly, sharing my testimony at a Bible study, I was physically shaking. My voice was quivering. I was sweating. I really thought I was just going to faint. And God got me through it. And then he began opening other doors. And now I absolutely love it. As my husband wrote me a note recently, wrote me a letter for Mother's Day. He said, now you live to have a mic in your hands. And that is so true. And also live to travel because I love, love, love traveling. But when I was a child, all I ever wanted to do when I grew up was to be a mom 
and a writer because I love to write. I've always written ever since I was a child. I would write in a journal. I would write short stories. I would write in my diary. And then later I began writing articles and books. I've always been a writer. I love writing. But then God began to open the doors for speaking. So it began to change. My purpose began to change because God knew ahead of time, even though I was shy and scared, that he, was, that he had put that gift of speaking inside of me. I've just had to refine it and, and grow in that, learn more about it. So that may be for you too. Your purpose may evolve. It may grow. It may span. And also, God may prune some things in your life. You have seasons of rest where he'll have you pull back from using your gifts. And it may seem like you're on the shelf. You're not on the shelf. God is just simply preparing you for what is ahead. And he has got big plans for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11. Number 10 is to dream big. Listen to God's voice. He is a big God. He's got big plans for your life. And don't quit. Don't give up. Make sure that you are aligned with God's will and not yours. Make sure that God wants you to do. If it's something that you absolutely have no gifting for, no talent, no skill, if it's not producing any fruit at all in your life, it just it's like you're spinning your wheels. Maybe you need to pull back and look at that and ask God, you know, God, what's going on? What's wrong? Am I pursuing? Am I beating a dead horse here? And because you want to be fruitful in your life, you want to be productive. You don't want to be spinning your wheels or spinning plates. You want it to to work. I mean, if it's not working, there has to be a reason for it. It may be a season thing. It may be a timing thing. It may be that you need more training in your life. It may be that you need coaching or mentoring from those who have gone ahead and are more successful than you. Just be flexible. Be pliable in God's hands. And most of all, keep praying. Seek God's will. Seek His direction. One example I can give you this, give to you about this, is that this past year, I actually began applying for other jobs outside of our home. We have some debt that we're, that we're needing to pay off, that I really want to pay off, and I wanted more consistent income. And so I began applying for jobs, and every job I applied for, which was primarily with my experience in being a secretary because that's what I did in the past. I have an executive secretarial degree and I've been a secretary several times in my life. Everywhere I applied online through Monster Jobs and Career Rookie and just other places in the paper and our shopper paper, I would tell people through word of mouth God did not open any doors. And finally, my friends at my small group that I attend each week on Sunday said, Beth, I don't think you're supposed to be working outside the home. I think you're doing what God has called and anointed you to do. You're right where God wants you, which is to speak and to write for him, for his glory, and to encourage women. That's just really my passion. Now, also, God began to just continue to open doors for me to speak. I've spoken in other nations, in the Bahamas, at my friend Doreen Penner's women's retreat. I've spoken in Africa, in Kenya, Africa. I've spoken in Arizona, other places, other cities. 
and then I do online speaking. And every time I begin to even remotely think, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this, God opens another door to speak. Also, I continue to get book ideas. It's like I'm right in the middle of writing that book, and I start getting other ideas for books. So my book ideas never run out, and I continue to write books. I've written eight books now, which you can find at my e-store at betjens.net, and I also have an Amazon Author Central page, so you can go to Amazon to find out more about that. My newest ebook, The Cinderella Story, The Power of Shoes, became an Amazon bestseller in its category and subcategories the first day. So be sure to check out that at Amazon. So God will give you the desires of your heart as you seek Him. I feel most alive, most energized when I'm speaking at live women's conferences, at women's events. If you need a speaker for your women's conference, your women's event, I would love to encourage the women there. I would love to encourage the women to pursue their purpose and do what God has called them to do. I believe that God has so much more for you than you can even imagine. So you can find out more about my speaking at BethJones.net. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, Betjen's International Speaker Official Podcast here at iTunes. And also, you can follow this podcast at podbean.com. And I just want to give a shout out to iTunes and Podbean. I'm so thankful for the technology that God has given us today to expand his kingdom, to share the gospel even globally across the world. Technology like this gives us a powerful platform to share about Jesus Christ with others. So those are the 10 10 tips I have for you. Going the places that scare you. There's been so many things that I have been scared to do, such as webinars, telecalls, speaking at live events, doing videos. Uh, You can follow my YouTube channel, but when I first started trying to do videos, I was so scared. I'm a perfectionist, and even doing something like this podcast, I, you know, I... I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to stumble over my words. But you know what? People can't relate to perfect. There is nobody perfect but Jesus. So you just get out and do it. And as Carrie Wilkerson, the Barefoot Executive, says, doing it, you know, getting it done trumps perfect. Just get it done because people are not going to relate to perfect. Jesus is the only perfect one. Just get it done. As Nike says, just do it. I want to recap those 10 things for you, those 10 tips that I've learned online since I started to help you achieve your success faster as a speaker, as an author, as an entrepreneur in your online business. Number one, listen to and obey God. Put him first. Number two, focus on your strengths. Don't operate from your weaknesses and do not take that advice to do everything yourself. Number three, outsource. Hire people to help you. Fivers, Elance, Facebook, Twitter, and other social media places. Number four is be unique, beautiful you. Don't compare yourself or be envious or jealous of others. No one else can accomplish your purpose. Number five is balance. Create balance in your life and don't let your business consume and overtake your life, but cultivate those relationships with your family and your friends.
Number six is to know yourself. Know your purpose. Know your gifts. Know yourself. Number seven is to invest. Invest in yourself and your business, but watch the shiny object syndrome. Number eight is to get out of the house. Spend time with your family, your friends. Get out in nature and enjoy your life. Live a real life, not just a virtual one. Number nine is to follow your fun. As my friend Doreen said, follow your passion, follow your purpose. Don't hate what you do, but love what you do and really enjoy your life. And number 10 is to dream big because we serve a big God. Don't give up and never, ever quit. So those are my 10 tips for you. I hope this has helped you today. This is Beth at Betchins.net. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast at iTunes. And visit my website at Betchins.net and get signed up on my personal mailing list. You'll get a free gift there, a video. You were not created to fit in, but to stand out, to stand apart. Also, be sure to check out my new ebook at Amazon, Amazon bestseller in its category and subcategories, The Cinderella Story, The Power of Shoes. I just created a twub page today, hashtag Cinderella Glass Slippers. Again, that is hashtag Cinderella Glass Slippers, one word. So be sure to check out that TWEB page and follow me on Twitter at Beth M. Jones. Also visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash BethJones.net. I will talk to you later and have a blessed and beautiful day. Thank you.